Laura, and I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and set my timer so I have an idea of what I'm doing here. Um, bear with me. This is my first time speaking in person. Um, I've spoken on Zoom, but I'm a little nervous. So um, just wanted to, first of all, congratulate the chip takers tonight. Um, I, I guess we don't have any newcomers, but congratulations to our chip, chip takers. Um, thank you all for allowing me to be here today. I have a sobriety date of August 20th, 2021, and that makes eight months and 11 days today. Um, thank you. Uh, my sponsor's name is Marie Pinton, and she has over 13 years of sobriety. Thank goodness. Um, I learned so much from her. Um, a little bit about me and my background. First of all, I'm really um, glad that you all read uh, the, the part in the, the big book about they stopped in time, because um, I definitely feel like I identify with that part of the big book the most. Um, my family growing up was amazing. You know, I didn't have alcoholic parents. Um, I had a great, great upbringing um, by all accounts, you know, just a, a great childhood. Um, I was a really high achiever. I excelled in school. I probably put a lot of pressure on myself, um, but I did not get into trouble. I didn't start drinking in high school. I mean, none of it. Um, it wasn't until college I really started drinking and kind of did the normal college thing. Thank you. Um, can you hear me better now? Okay. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I didn't really drink until college, um, did kind of the normal binge drinking college thing, but um, it seemed like everybody else was doing that. And then really I stopped after that. I, I got married, I had a few kids, I got my license as a professional counselor. I was just kind of doing the professional life and the, the family life. Um, but what I, I did have was a family history of alcoholism. Um, my grandfather was a pretty bad drunk and um, my everybody on my dad's side, basically. So my aunt and my cousin and then my brother and then me and who knows, you know, all of the people before that. But I, I was brought up knowing that alcoholism ran in our family so that there, there was a genetic basis there. I was told, be careful how much you drink, all of those things. Um, so I had that family history in the back of my mind. But I really, you know, I drank on and off, but pretty normally until about six years ago, I moved to California and, you know, with my, my husband and kids and moved out here for his job. And things started progressing a little bit because I wasn't working right away. And I kind of got in with um, a crowd of moms here, you know, the Orange County Housewives and, you know, whatever. And we did a lot of brunches and, you know, all of the, the Wine Wednesdays and all of those things. And I just found it maybe a little more acceptable to be, to be drinking here than Texas and, you know, the Bible Belt. And although this isn't a whole lot different, but um Anyway, so it was a little bit more acceptable, um, you know, and really when it came down to it, my drinking started increasing when the pandemic hit. So a couple of years ago, um, pandemic hit, I separated from my, my husband and I found myself a week away from my kids, you know, a week at a time. And 
that is when my drinking really took off. And I just drank until I blacked out. And then I would get up and I would go to work the next day and I would be, be hung over. And that kind of progressed over um, the last year until I got sober. Um, but, you know, at the end, really what it came down to is, um, and it's interesting that I'm here tonight talking about this because about a year ago, my dad, um, who has Alzheimer's and had been in a nursing home for a while uh, here in San Juan Capistrano, uh, we got a call that he wasn't doing well about a year ago and um, that we needed to be prepared. Hospice, you know, took over the whole thing. And I was just terrified that um, I was going to get that call in the middle of the night and I wouldn't be able to go to be there with him because I would be drunk. And, you know, I went through all the thoughts like, okay, maybe I could call an Uber. Well, you know, no, I don't, I don't want to show up there drunk. And, you know, I probably wouldn't have ended up going if that happened. Um, thank God it didn't happen at that, that time. Um, my dad made it through and basically here we are, um, you know, today at this point in time, and I'll get back to that in just a second. Um, a very similar thing has happened and I'm in a completely different place. But going back to, you know, the progression of the drinking, you know, when my dad was in that, that place with hospice, I was doing things to control my drinking. Like, and I had always looking back on it, I had always controlled my drinking by only having what I wanted to drink in the house at that time, that day. Like I had no alcohol in my house unless I was going to drink. Um, and then when uh, this was going on with my dad, I was doing things like putting a sign on my back door um, with an X over it with the words dad to remind me, you know, to stop drinking after that one bottle of wine and don't go out and get another bottle of wine. But of course I would tear it down and I would go get another bottle of wine. So that was kind of when a year ago I realized like this is getting out of control. Um, this is not good. And, and it kept progressing um, over those next couple of months. And then finally, my kids went to, um, to school that, that um, you know, started the school year. And I just told myself I didn't have to go into work that week. And I just started drinking early. Like I dropped them off. I was like, oh, I'll drink at lunch because I did all I had to do to get them ready. And, you know, all these things moms do. And look, yeah. look what a good good job I did. And I started drinking and then I just didn't stop for three days. And that had never happened before. And um, my 16 year old son came to me and when I was passed out on the couch that third night and he woke me up and he said, mom, I'm really worried about you. You're not acting like yourself. Because up to that point, I hadn't really been drinking a lot in front of them, but you know, things changed. And, um, and I just sat up and I said, you know what, you're right. I started crying and I said, I'm going to go to an AA meeting tomorrow. And, and I did. Um, and I can only thank, you know, my family um, for going before me, my aunt with 34 years sobriety in the program of AA that I knew about. And all of those, you know, stories I had heard over the years. And, you know, I had a relationship with my higher power um, that, Obviously, the more I was drinking, that went away. But just like that, when I made that decision, I felt instantly 
you know, that I was getting back that relationship with my higher power. And I went to that meeting and man, you know, I am just like in a completely different place right now. I am just, I mean, I got to a point where I just never wanted to kill myself, but I didn't really want to wake up in the morning because of how awful it was getting. So even though the people around me really had no idea other than, you know, my, my ex-husband was figuring it out and my kids were starting to figure it out. Nobody else around me even knew what was going on, but I felt like I was dying inside. And, um, you know, I just am like completely blessed by this program. Um, at this point in my life, it took a little while, you know, of the months of sobriety and getting a, a clearer head, but man, there's just so many absolute blessings of, of being in this program and the connections that I've made and, um, just the little God moments that have, have come to pass already. And one of those, you know, she'll be speaking with you, um, here in just a minute, but just little connections, you know, that are made. And it's kind of like, wow, today I get to go to work and, and I get to actually, you know, not only use my counseling skills, but use um, the fact that I have gone through this experience to help teenagers that are struggling with addiction. I get to, you know, get up here and, and speak to you all. And, you know, maybe there's somebody, you know, somewhere that it's like, well, I don't really know if I'm an alcoholic because, you know, I haven't had all these bad things happen yet. But, but man, you know, this program can still, you know, no matter where you're at in that, that journey, because I make no mistake about it, that I would be, you know, having all those consequences if I continued because I was going on a bad path. Um, but, you know, I just dove right into the program. I got a sponsor right away. I just said, you know what, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to commit 100%. And, and it's just been an absolute miracle. So um, thank you all for letting me speak to you tonight. <laughs>